0: And we are live.
1: All right. Welcome to the Rabbit Hole Podcast, where we do mediocre research and give our unwanted opinion on a topic that you probably don't care about. Today is kind of a part two over uh, what we went through last week. Last week was UFOs, specifically. Um, today, we're going to move, actually, into the inhabitants of those said UFOs. So we're going to cover some ancient alien-type things.
0: Awesome. Right. Awesome. Some ancient aliens. Um and we are we're again we're we're minus Tyler again this week. Um he's gonna come back, we promise. He's just uh he's dealing with some sickness right now. So just uh bear with us on that. Uh yeah, CJ, really do you have awesome. anything? You have anything um you wanna add? No, I don't not
2: I mean not just right this second, okay. I don't have to say I do. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I guess we can just kind of jump right into it here. Um, last week's episode, we we hinted at some um, ancient alien, ancient UFO encounters um, that we'll definitely be elaborating on a lot this week. Um, Tristan, do you want to, I know this is going to be kind of your baby, this is your, your bread and butter, you want to kind of take us off?
1: Yeah, um, I'll start off with kind of, Where a lot of the the question stems from is um, about the ancient aliens thing is the pyramids and the sphinx in Egypt. Um, So a lot of people ask questions on how uh, the Egyptians built the pyramids. Um, If you don't know great pyramids of giza there's three of them well the uh, giza is just the one specific one i guess but there's three pyramids there in a row kind of and they're made of giant limestone uh bricks which weigh i don't even know how much they weigh um 2.3 million blocks of limestone and granite weighing as much as 80 tons a piece So it's estimated that the whole pyramid itself weighs approximately 6 million tons, which is a lot for an ancient civilization to move. It's a lot for people nowadays to move, uh, let alone people who didn't even really have a wheel, I don't think, back then. Uh, The pyramids were approximately, supposedly built over a 10- to 20-year period around 2560 B.C., and there's just a lot of speculation that um, not only because of the size of the pyramids, but where they're at specifically and how they line up as to what the inspiration was for building them. One of the um, – let's see if I can find the right thing here.
0: Now, the, um, Khufu was the pharaoh that commissioned the Great Pyramids, right? Wasn't it? It was Khufu? Yeah. Okay. So that would uh, have been like the fourth st- dynasty. Yeah. 26th century BC. So like 2600 BC. Uh, BC.
1: Yeah. Tw- 2560.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: Cool.
1: Um, but one thing that's really curious about not just the pyramids in Egypt and the Egyptians, but ancient civilizations altogether is their interest in astronomy. Mm hmm. So the pyramids actually. Um, I have to look this up. The Orion effect, I think is what it's called, okay. or yep. the Orion alignment. But anyways, um the three pyramids in Giza, they line up perfectly with Orion's belt. Which is just an insane anomaly, honestly. Right. I mean just just the fact that not only did these ancient civilization build and move these 80-ton bricks of limestone, which limestone isn't found right there at Giza. Limestone, it, it was, I don't know where exactly it's found, but it's not its not there. Supposedly they drug these blocks or bricks, whatever you want to call them, miles and miles and miles. To where the, cha- the to where the pyramid was actually built, uh, but not only did they move those things, but they lined it up somehow perfectly with the three stars of Orion's belt.
0: It has a, and that gives it a perfect east to west alignment, correct? Uh, not that know. what the, I, think I, th- so. I think that's what it does. Is it gives it a perfect east to west the, alignment?
1: It's the Orion correlation theory. Is what it's called. Um, that the largest pyramid lines up with the largest star in Orion's belt. Okay. But the thing that they're saying is that um, ancient aliens, whoever they might have been, came down and were the ones that gave the Egyptians the um, inspiration or the guidance on building these pyramids. Or you can go with another theory that the Egyptians didn't build these pyramids at all. Right. And that they just took credit for it. Which is something that I kind of like to believe, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where you get into um, civilizations that existed before. Which, I mean, not many people think this that there were many civilizations before. The Egyptians are kind of one of the first uh, you go back a little further than that, and you had the Sumerians, um, and they were kind of the first known civilization that had, like did any sort of like writing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there is speculation that there was a, a, not just a civilization, but an advanced civilization. So like the Sumerians, the Egyptians. They had like hieroglyphics and mm-hmm. stone carvings and stuff like that, um, but they didn't really have like a civilized written language, I guess, or anything of that sort. Right, story. it was a very primitive language. Yeah, they were yeah. like an ancient civilization, right? Which you would think of when you see it, when you think ancient civilization. The speculation is that the Anunnaki were not one of these types of civilizations that they were advanced um just as advanced as we are and that they were wiped out mm-hmm. by some sort of uh, great calamity mm-hmm. such as um a flood which if you that- know religion at all you know that a flood happens um so I mean that's just that's just in every single every religion. There's kind of not there's not a
0: single religion where there's not a some sort of great calamity. flood. Yeah, some sort yeah.
1: of great problem.
0: Yeah. And it's 99% of the times a flood.
1: Yeah. But there was also that uh the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. I guess. Um there's just a bunch of different kind of that kind of gets away from the ancient aliens thing, but they they tied together So, the Anunnaki, which is what this civilization was, is um, that's the term that they've been used, that has been put on them. But, maybe they weren't of this world, is another this goes, it goes really deep and it kind of branches off into a bunch of random different places and, and ideas and speculations. But, The idea is that they were not of this planet. They were not um, normal humans. They weren't people. Right. But they were humanoid, and that their DNA. I'll rewind a little bit and um, talk about evolution. So, supposedly, evolution states that we evolved from fish or whatever uh microbio bacterial things. Right, some kind water. of mycelium. Yeah. That crawled up on land and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Anyways, turned into monkeys that turned into us. One of the ideas is that we are a mixture of that ape and monkey DNA and some of this Anunnaki as well. And that's why we have evolved in such the way that we have and have discovered technology and tools and fire and all that stuff. Whereas there's still chimps because like, there's people always, that's one of the main arguments for evolution in the first place, is that there's still chimps here. Right. So how did we all come from chimps whenever there's still chimps? And it's just saying that, like... (laughs) What is that? Oh, sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, But that's one of the things, is that the Anunnaki mixed their DNA and kind of performed experiments, I guess, Mm -hmm. on us to evolve us into this kind of thing. Which... Abduction stories and stuff like that, they usually also involve... Um, different kinds of uh, experiments and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and and also, as far as us being I, the, the correct term there, I think is uplifted. That's like the term whenever you bring something up to your level or genetically mutate something to a to an upper level. I think that a lot of um, a lot of the the uplifting. I mean, you can see it today around us. I mean, my dog's uplifted because he wouldn't know how to sit unless I taught him how to sit, right? And it's just us teaching another species or modifying another species, whether it be through selective breeding or through genetic mutation or whatever the case might be. I mean, uplifting is definitely a a real thing that happens all around us. And it's really not far-fetched to believe that we could have been uplifted or that in the future we'll uplift some alien civilization that we find on another planet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you said, for example, a dog, mm-hmm. there's definitely certain dog breeds that have been breeded and evolved to, uh, be taught how to, uh, work cattle better. Right. Or, uh, have a, a coat that doesn't shed, or not, not smell, or whatever. You know, there's just different kinds of dog breeds to fill different roles, which is something that definitely could have happened to us, is we could have been genetically modified by an advanced civilization to carry on their kind of genes, I guess. Right. And... That's where it kind of gets a little tin hat-ish. Yeah. Is that they they left some of their DNA behind, modified into us. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so the Anunnaki are an advanced civilization. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here and just believe everything that comes out of my mouth. Okay. (laughs) So the Anunnaki are an advanced civilization living in – Middle Eastern part of the world, so Mm -hmm.
3: uh,
1: what would now be modern-day Egypt, Turkey, places like that. Iraq, yeah. Iraq, yeah. Iran, Pakistan. Because
0: I believe um, Sumeria, that would be like your Euphrates River Valley. So like Baghdad area.
1: Yeah. I don't really know where Sumeria would have... I don't know like the, the... um,
0: I think it's like Baghdad.
1: I don't know where their uh, civilization would have stretched to. I don't. Really, I don't really. Yeah. So modern day
0: Iraq and Kuwait. How big they got? Iraq yeah. and Kuwait.
1: Yep. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, Middle Eastern Mediterranean area.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How big did their civilization get before I start rambling on um, again?
0: So, I they went all the way over to um to the Mediterranean and then down into parts of um, Iran and um, – gosh, now I'm blinking. Um, Iran and Afghanistan. Okay.
1: Yeah, so they pretty much – I mean, they were in that whole – anyways, back to the Anunnaki. Um, So think of the Anunnaki as this large advanced civilization – that they know there's something happening. So to put that into perspective, we thought the world was ending in 2000 with Y2K. Mm -hmm. uh, Again in 2012 with the Mayan calendar stuff. And just throughout our lifetimes, there's been a couple different times where people thought the world was ending. Definitely, yeah. So what if they were like that too? They thought, the world's going to end at this time, on this day, so we need to figure out a way to preserve ourselves past that point. Because that's what, I mean, that's what any slightly intelligent species is going to try to do, is self-preserve. Like, even the dumbest animal that you can find tries to self-preserve. You Mm -hmm. know, they get food, they get water, stuff like that. They try to avoid predators. So anyways, they start genetic, They start grabbing up these different animals and performing experiments and see what they can genetically link their DNA with to pass their DNA on. And that's when they come across chimps, monkeys, stuff like that. And one day they're finally right, their world ends, there's a flood a fire a meteor an ice age i don't really know i'm not gonna go into that but their world comes to an end since they are so advanced they have means of escaping the planet which is another thing that we can see in ourselves a lot (laughs) uh there's all sorts of people trying to go to mars and stuff like that and thinking that we're going to start a colony on mars and they're always trying to figure out what planet can sustain life next and how are we going to escape earth whenever it all goes to hell and all that stuff That's what i think the anunnaki did is they left a piece of themselves here to see if it would survive packed up most of their other people and left and traveled elsewhere now that comes to the question was is were they advanced enough to do this i mean it's just you don't you don't know because no one even knows if these people actually existed right but who knows they may have traveled to a different dimension they may have traveled to a different planet a different they may have just shot themselves up into space and died
0: like what no. was what was their name for humans they like supposedly the supposed name they have a supposed name for humans what was that do you know I have no idea I'll look that up
1: but anyways um, so yeah they leave behind a piece of themselves that um, endures this claim whatever it, it was, whatever it happened to be. And through thousands and thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, um, this wasn't obviously wasn't just overnight, but through tens of thousands of years of evolution and that DNA that they put in there because you know, recessive genes, uh, dominant genes, all that stuff, we know how genetics work through the different types of genetics and stuff their dna rose back to the surface and killed off that other dna and that's what they i mean that's what we have become today that's what we turned into is just a very genetically modified ape
0: i mean that's very plausible I've heard like theories that are uh,
2: just a kind of go opposite of like the genetically modified. Is that we ac- we are actually descendants of it, right? So they've found a they found Earth. They took a subset of their population and they threw us on Earth, right? Along mm-hmm. with all these other animals, and we developed. And eventually, I mean, after enough time, you forget your past
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you know, you'll start over, you'll you learn everything. I mean if something happens, say the flood or mm-hmm. the ice age or something like that, so you lose all your technology, you can't you know, you didn't weren't prepared for it or whatever. So then you're starting all over and that's kind of where we started and diverged. As a species, or whatever,
0: right? And I think a lot of religion um, really points to points to that happening almost. I mean, like when you look at every single religion, you know, from all these different areas around the globe, I mean, you have a very similar um, similar foundation that it's all built on. And I think that that really points a lot to saying that this is a possible thing that that could be the truth. You know.
1: That, I mean, that's just a. Be, there's so many different ideas of this. Um, maybe the Anunnaki weren't aliens at all. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the most logical thing, but um, I think we've learned through our many, or, or through our couple episodes here that I don't really like to think logically. <laughs> but one of the things. I just continue, I keep going back to, like, the, uh, the different, like, statues and. Buildings and stuff like that that are just feats of something that I just don't think is possible by Egyptians. I mean, not to try to diminish the Egyptians or anything, but the Sphinx, for example, it's one piece. (laughs) That's not, I mean, it's not like the pyramids were millions of limestone bricks that were placed there the sphinx is one giant limestone (laughs) block and it was carved in, in its place where it is and there's actually some um recently they've found erosion on the sphinx that dates it uh much older than what they originally thought um like they originally thought that the Sphinx was built. <sighs> Let me look here. Uh, I want to get my dates right.
0: I think it's like 2800. Maybe even lower. Yeah, local.
1: they originally thought the Sphinx was built between 25 and 2600 BC. So that puts it about the same time as the pyramids.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the new evidence and the new erosion that they found is hinting towards the Sphinx being closer to 12,000 years old or 10,000 years old, which is much, much, much older than not just the pyramids or whatever, but much older than the Egyptians. (laughs) Uh, The Egyptians weren't even around in 12,000 BC. No. So, and the erosion patterns... um, They don't just show the age, but they show the type of erosion Mm -hmm. is from rain. Yeah. Specifically flooding heavy rain over a period of many, 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 many years. Like five, six, seven, a thousand years. Uh, Yeah. So uh, uh, that goes back to the that kind of correlates with the flood idea. Mm-hmm. Is that there was some sort of type of flood um, during the Sphinx's time?
0: No, oh, yeah, I think that's um, that's almost something that, that's that's hard to hard to refute, though. You know, it, you can obviously tell what's not wind erosion because wind erosion would be a solid cut through it right it wouldn't create grooving like like you see on the sphinx i think that's hard to hard to refute that.
1: that that's the thing too is that's what's astonishing a lot of people is that um i'll bring up the main dude where i get these ideas from but graham hancock is um kind of the guy behind a lot of these I don't think he f- specifically found the erosion on the Sphinx, but he's he's behind a lot of these ideas and a lot of this talk uh, about the Anunnaki and civilizations that predate the Sumerians and the Egyptians. But um, uh, him, and he's been like refuted a lot and debated a lot, but that that is proof of maybe not exactly what he's saying but that's proof of something the fact right. that that there's different kinds of erosion on the sphinx that dates back that far is it gives a little bit of um, credit to his claims
0: right i I, I, th- I think i think you're right there i just and i mean even on a grander scale whenever you look at you look at ancient egypt Um, and the surrounding areas. You know, at one point, Egypt was a very fertile land. I mean, everything that we know about it tells us that. that At one point, it was, you know, a lush land, and that's 6,000-plus years ago. So that's more the time that I think that a superior kingdom in Egypt or even the Middle East as a whole would be more, what's what I'm looking for fruitful. Maybe, um, would have more productivity, I guess, really. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um,
1: well, the Nile river Valley, the Nile river Valley floods, uh, kind of on a schedule
3: Mm -hmm.
1: anyways. Um, but yeah, so the, the before the Egyptians got there definitely would have been the best time to have kind of a civilization and kind of a, a people there.
0: Right. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of evidence for a um, pre, pre-Sumerian um, great civilization in the Middle East. I mean, from Gobekli Tepe, and that's another huge one that's, you know definitely dated it 10,000 years ago, but it's a large-scale temple complex, so we haven't even unearthed the whole thing, you know, we're still trying to figure out how big Gobekli Tepe actually is, and I think there's a lot of evidence for, for that, and I know we're getting, we're kind of straying from the alien part of this, I guess, and getting more into the ancient civilizations part of this, but, um, I don't know, do you want to drag us back to aliens, kicking and screaming?
1: Well, I mean, I, I just that's, – that's the thing is um, from where I stand and from what I believe, I think they kind of coincide together. Yeah. I think that these ancient civilizations that we're talking about are a form of alien. Even right. if they were from this planet originally, that they were somehow so advanced that they became alien, if that makes sense like um to even to us now, like if if I think that if an Anunnaki was to like show up on the doorstep that they would be kind of alien like. Uh I think that they would be much stronger than us, much faster than us.
2: Uh
1: they would what if, obviously what if that's be much a smarter than us.
2: What if that could be like a link to, right? So say they farmed us essentially you know they were in- <clears throat> introducing their dna to this ape or whatever right and then they took off they
0: so found that's, a way to get out
2: that's really so one of the thoughts they come back to check right i mean to see how far along we've got if we've made yeah, specific advancements yeah yeah
0: because that's uh, that's one of the big um anunnaki theories is that um, now, I'm, I'm going to get really deep in the whole um, Anunnaki thought process for a minute, but um, a lot of the thought process goes into that, or not really the thought process, but the theory, it has to do with the ninth planet as well. I'm opening a whole nother door by even saying the ninth planet, but Nebril, right? Isn't that the, the name for the Anunnaki planet, Tristan? So this this comes off some tablets, um, some Sumerian tablets, and um, it is thought that the Anunnaki come from a planet a planet called Nabril, okay, and Nabril is the ninth planet in our whatever planet the an unfound planet in our solar system that like rotates on this huge axis, okay, and. The big, the one you hear all the time when people talk about this is that the Anunnaki needed gold to um, layer, because they were losing their ozone layer of their, of their planet. And they needed gold to create like reflective mirrors, um, kind of like on our, how we do on satellites, to kind of create an artificial ozone layer around their planet. Is I, th- I think that's the correct terminology. So they came to Earth, and they uplifted um, humans... Or, you know, back then, whether it was, you know, the Denisovans or the Florencians or the Cromagnonides or whatever, uplifted whatever it was to create actual humans that we are today as a slave labor force to mine all of this gold for them. So they could bring it back to their, to their home planet. And that's really one of, the, one of the big theories that you'll hear a lot with the, with the Anunnaki.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just so much that could have happened that, I mean, it's just wild. Like, were they here to begin with, and they left and came back, or did they show up um, to the Sumerians and the Egyptians and give them, like, inspiration for this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Did they show up and treat us as slaves, like like you're saying? Right. Um, Or use us and use our resources in some sort of way. Because that's what, I mean... If an alien civilization was to come invade the planet or whatever (laughs) and use us for anything, it would be for some sort of resource. Yeah. Like, they would be... (laughs) They would, uh... They would use... They would use us to gather a resource for them. Or they would use us as the resource. Yeah. Uh, or food or something like that. Like it wouldn't be just out of curiosity, I don't think. They would be, right. they would be looking for something.
0: Like um what's that John Travolta movie Battlefield Earth? Where they're they're mining <laughs> is gold. Non- is John Travolta in there? Yeah, he yeah, John Travolta plays one of the aliens, yeah. Mm. Um yeah, but they and that, and that's essentially I think they actually based that movie on that same um Anunnaki theory about them coming to um to mine gold.
2: So I see that as being like I so I think like the biggest the biggest one I could believe myself
3: mm-hmm.
2: would be the offset they took off, they come back. And that's why when abducted or you know, if they claim to be abducted, they don't, they're never hurt, right? They're just, there's, they've done some tests on them. They've looked at some stuff and they just put them right back.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: It's could be to see just how far individually, like they've developed, like, you know, it's a case study. Like you, you bring a few in and let's see how as a whole we are developing or Mm -hmm. what our technology is or just, you know, just, what but, milestones we've made or like how deviated we are from them.
0: Definitely. I, I mean, that's really all of these series are going to talk about. They sound extremely far fetched whenever you are just tossing them out there. But really the more you think about it, I mean no more so far fetched than what a lot of people believe.
1: Like it, I mean it. They're they're far fetched and they are kind of tinfoil hat ish, but it makes sense. Like it's Mm -hmm. what if if that thing was to happen, that's why it would happen, kind of thing. You know, like definitely. It's just yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's one of the reasons. Like, I, I as CJ, you've played a ton of Assassin's Creed. I'm pretty sure you have too. Christian. But um yeah.
3: More than I like to admit the,
1: I think that's that's honestly one of the coolest parts about that game is that it kind of honestly it's one of the one of the things that sparked my interest in this kind of thing mm. and it's one of the things that I kind of like I started to deep dive into this subject because of Assassin's Creed and like when you meet the first or, or whatever.
2: I don't I
0: have one old
2: ones in a long yeah. time. But, civilization. Yeah. civilization.
0: Yeah.
2: But that know, honestly, also, that's, yeah, honestly,
0: that's that's what sparked my entire adult education, really, in history. <laughs> is is I want to know, like, I want to know about things that we don't know about. I want to know about the Scythians. I want to know about those bad A's. I want to know about the Amazon warriors. I want to know about, you know, where where did all these people go? What happened to them? You know all these events that we don't have written down because it's too far ago that anything we had written down is eroded away and no longer exists. Or it's buried under, you know, 15 feet of sand and we can't find it. Just like any evidence we really have to tell us what happened in that time period isn't really here anymore. I mean, it's it's more... We're working off of structures and a couple surviving stone tablets. There's no actual documentation from that time period that's really survived.
1: Yeah. It's just... um, Another one that kind of pops into my head that a lot of people forget about is Atlantis. (laughs) Yes. Atlantis... You know, uh, everybody thinks of the underwater civilization kind yeah. of thing. And maybe Atlantis was on land, and mm-hmm. during that flood, that's when it went underwater. Or maybe it was underwater, and I don't It's just a weird thing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think Atlantis was real at some point in time. All of these legends have to come from somewhere.
2: Like yeah, there's there's, there. there's there's some, there's some sort, sort of like, factor... Bag something that's happened to make them come i mean especially back then for all i guess i guess in the old times everyone was looking for an answer right they're trying to create something they're trying to make something but then at the same time i guess if there's could have been there could have been say say the aliens visited right And they were doing these weird things. Uh, Maybe they they had control of, like, if you want to go back to, like, like, a Greek or Roman mythology. Maybe they had control of how the sun moved through the sky or something like that. And he was able to, you know, the guy come down and he was able to say, hey, I did that. They You know, they were like, oh, well, he's a god then. Or there's someone that could have controlled the weather. They these these powerful beings, and in order for them to explain it, it was like, oh, these are all they're high, high and mighty. They're all powerful gods.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I just
0: and I think when you look at a lot of your your mythological um, pantheons or um, st- Stories or even just the entirety of it, it really plays to that. Like whenever you think about Mount Olympus, you know, being this place that's kind of out of reach and you can't obtain to in the sky, you know, you think about the Norse, you start talking about Midgard um, versus Valhalla and, you know, Highgarden and all of the different realms of um, almost like planes of existence, right? Right um when you start talking with, about realities but with like the the Norse right they're all
2: together like with uh, the elves they mm-hmm. can tra- they can they can move from one reality to another just mm-hmm. fr- freely like they could, yes. i mean they could they could be in midgard mm-hmm. but be and I'm not I'm not expert enough to go ahead and try to guess anywhere else right it could be but they could physically be somewhere else
0: yeah so on another uh, realm kind of, of there existence was, there
1: was then um different universes or whatever right so there was uh there was of course midgard which is us right yes or the earth or whatever and then there was um valhalla yep or wherever the and but there was also like jotunheim uh
3: huh Mm-hmm. That's through so the where the giants yep.
1: came from. It just, I mean, there was different places that these things were.
0: Yeah. So I can run through them real quick. There's um, Asgard. So Asgard is where the gods live. Asgard, That's Asgard is where like all the gods live for them, kind of like their Mount Olympus. There's Asgard's. So there's Vanaheim, Alfheim, Midgard. Um, and then the Bifrost Bridge is what connects all of that. And then you get into um uh, Nidavrallir, Nilfhelm, Hilhelm, and Mulsprilhelm. Now these are all different realms of existence, essentially. Um, Helheim, Helheim, how are you pronounce mm-hmm. it? Uh, Helheim?
2: It, it's, it's just another uh, representation of hell or yes, the correct. underworld or something similar, which goes to that. They've all got something... That, yeah. When you're you're dead, you go there's a bad somewhere place to go. Else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's there's this place where you go for doing the crappy stuff, or you're rewarded for going. You know, for say with the Norse, you're rewarded for dying
0: with a weapon in your hand. Yeah, you go to Valhalla. Battle. Valhalla. So it's and really, you're going to Asgard. Mm-hmm. Valhalla is just your are in Valhalla at the halls. Um, of the Asir, Aes- I think is what it's called. So you're, you're technically going to Asgard.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of like, it's kind of like their heaven, right? Or when you think about like another weird occurrence here, you talked about relations of like kind of the trinity of triage of like, hey, there's your home world. There's, you know, your Midgard, your earth, whatever you want to call it. There's Valhalla, there's heaven. There's uh, Mount Olympia, whatever you want to call that. And then Helheim. So... You know, in the Greek Greco-Roman existence, that would be you're crossing the river Styx, and then you are you belong to Hades, right? But well, but with the uh, with the
2: Greco-Roman though, it is uh, the underworld is just you're there, right? I mean, it's not you don't you don't have to do anything special to go anywhere. Just when you die, you, just, you go to the underworld. You just
0: kind of it's almost like a purgatory thought. And then there's there's
2: a specific. I don't know if it was like if you're descended from a specific god or whatever, you mm-hmm. get to go to a a, a a field, which is a little. I think
1: it's you're like you're judged on based on what you did, whether or yeah. not you mm-hmm. get to go to like certain different places within the yeah. underworld. But any like you guys are saying though, it all kind of correlates together, mm-hmm. and they all kind of have these same ideas. If you yes. lay these religions and these mythologies over one another, Christianity. Uh, Islam, uh, Greek mythology, North Mor- Norse mythology, uh, all of them.
0: Even the Mayans and the Aztecs.
1: Yeah, Mayans, Aztecs. And everyone has this kind Buddhism, of Buddhism,
0: like, Hinduism.
1: Yeah, everyone has this like, you're here. If you do good, you'll go here, and if you do bad, you'll go here. Yep. Kind of thing, which kind of relates to like us all stemming from one place. Us all having this inspiration from one set of people. And we all have came from one set of people, Mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, We're kind of all Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, whatever, or we're all from the Caucasus Mountains, basically. Right. And just migrated into different parts of the world. I think we kind of went over that with our Bigfoot thing, but this kind of like goes deeper than that and the fact that like these oral representations of something going up you know like right looking to the to the stars and looking up has always been like our thing you know mm-hmm. ancient civilizations built stuff that looked to the stars and that aligned with the stars
2: which actually with like- that with – just going back to – I'll just interrupt you for five seconds. Oh, you're good. You're good. But to go back to the the Pyramids of Giza, they said that it was actually – it aligned with uh, – is it nautical north or true north or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Orion's Belt, yeah.
2: Well, it was the exact – I mean it polar north, polar north. Mm-hmm. It aligned perfectly with polar north, and they said that was kind of weird because back then they didn't have compasses, so how would – how would they know what exactly. and it was either a, it was either a freak occurrence or they knew
0: something when you think about a lot of a lot of back on it, when you think about a lot of these things like the pyramids the Nazca Lines um, a lot of your South American big temples like like Castile or the Mayan temples um, or even Anchor Wat when you start thinking about these these are things that you can see from space okay I mean, when when they go over across them with the ISS, they can take pictures of them. So, I almost wonder if this wasn't some kind of landmark, right? Some, hey, this is where we're at when you're looking from space.
1: That's actually, I like that theory, and I mm-hmm. haven't really ever heard of that before. Yeah. Like kind of a, because think of where these things were built. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Angkor Wat in Cambodia. Cambodia. Yep. Um, the Castile pyramids,
0: in Mexico. The
1: Mexico City. In um, Giza, Egypt. Stonehenge. Three different continents so far, on different sides of the planet, mm-hmm. but they're all in a line, kind yep. of along the equator. They're all in that kind of zone. So if you're a civilization flying by, or an alien, whatever, flying by. You can look down and say the earth, this spot on the earth, is pointing at the sun, and this spot on the earth is pointing at us, so we're here, and at this time.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. You can can use those geographical locations to determine not only your location in space, but your time in space, or how long it took you to travel to that point in space. This has got a lot deeper than yeah. what I originally thought. Blue, going
0: blue, on right now. that mind. <laughs> 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 I can see it on your face, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's, that's in what really. You would do. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's,
3: that's what you would do.
1: That's yeah. what you do in, um, like land navigation. Mm-hmm. You you find a spot on the map, and you measure it. You get like a, a distance, and you use kind of like a pace count to determine, you know, how far it is, or how close it is, or when you get there. So, they would be at their home planet, their home dimension, home civilization, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they would look through their little fancy telescope, they would see Angkor Wat Mm in Cambodia, and they would start traveling towards it. Yep. And every time they saw Angkor Wat again, they would say, okay, it's been this much time. It takes us this much time to travel this far. And then once they reach us and they see the pyramids, they're like,
3: oh, man. Mm-hmm. This
1: just got way deeper than I thought I was going to get on this. Yeah.
0: And then, like if, and if you want to dive even more on it, look at North America and look at the Great Mounds. So... Not all about those stupid mounds. When... When Hernando de Soto touched down in Florida, he made a beeline straight for Arkansas. Okay, this is what, 15, 1580s, 1590s when Hernando de Soto uh, lands, his Spanish explorer lands in Florida. Makes a beeline straight from Florida to Arkansas. And um, he gets a, a, around the modern day Memphis. And he says. In the 1580s, 1590s, when he hits Memphis, there is a walled, fortified city at Memphis. With I can't remember his exact um, calculations to how many people there was, but like hundred thousand people is. I'm just going to go out of limb and say that's what he said. Like a hundred thousand people that he said was in this facility. And what he noted was these massive mounds that they have they had built. And to this day, I mean, they're they're not maintained anymore. They don't, you know, we don't keep the keep the grass off of them. We don't keep the patterns in them. But there's still snake mounds. There's still the Cahokia mounds. All of these massive things that you could see from space that are geographical markers.
1: Yeah, so for example, um, if someone listening to this wanted to Google what he's talking about, just look up the Great Serpent Mound in Ohio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's... Um,
1: and that's, that's one of them. It's mind blowing. The um, not just the fact that there's a giant mound in the shape of a snake, but it's a giant mound in the shape of a snake that is eating something. Mm-hmm. It is. And it looks. It looks like if you compare the way that hieroglyphics looked, like the curves, yes. and the shapes, and stuff yes, like that that they used it's very similar to what this snake mound looks like. Like if you were to take this picture of this snake mound and slap it on an Egy- Egyptian wall, you would think, oh, that's the Egyptian word for snake.
0: Yeah, you would think so. Or
1: that's the Egyptian pictograph for snake.
0: So, so it was
1: just weird how like civilizations that are on complete different sides of the planet across a giant ocean, or not, Pangea, we'll get
3: into yeah.
0: that
1: <laughs> have the same type of like uh, artwork yeah I
0: guess, calligraphy yeah,
1: that's what i'll say artwork calligraphy yeah. Um, yeah the same type of like writing style
0: so are you familiar with mormons <laughs> Um. so
1: golden tablet and utah is about all i know about mormons so it is
2: i know about utah maybe utah potatoes
0: Idaho's place. No, that's Idaho. Idaho. Ah. Damn. I
2: thought I was so, I thought I was the clever.
0: Mormons, let me just toss these puzzle pieces together for you real quick, okay? Now, um, just a disclaimer, I do not prescribe to the Church of Latter-day Saints. I am not a Mormon, and if I offend your faith or get something wrong, I am sorry. It's been a long time since I read the Book of Mormon, okay? It's been... At least four or five years.
1: Remember the intro. We do mediocre research.
0: Mediocre research. I'm pulling on memory that the military made me do like five years ago. So the Mormons, when you open up the Book of Mormon, one of the first things, the Book of Mormon starts in Jerusalem. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to get the names wrong, so I'm, I'm not going to go into names or anything, but the first whole basis of the Book of Mormon is that these tablets they steal these golden tablets in in Israel and then they travel to America okay now if you 're familiar with the Phoenicians and Oak Island and all that stuff you 've probably heard these theories before, but you didn't know that they were part of the Book of Mormon um, that you know the, it's thought that the Phoenicians traveled to the New England region, at one point in time, around the biblical times, um, and that's a big theory that goes into the whole Oak Island. If you guys are familiar with that, yeah, um, the Oak Island thing, the current yeah, Oak Island, yeah, um, goes into that. But the Mormons believe that these people that were now our modern day Indians are descendants of Middle Eastern folks that traveled. Roughly, you know, I want to say like 1500, 2000 BC, traveled to North America and settled North America. And Native American Indian. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, Native American Indian, sorry. Um, uh, Yeah, that can get kind of confusing. Um, I, was, I, was, I was picturing <laughs> India, so I was like, something's going on. Yeah, no, no, Native American, I'm sorry. And that they, with some people who were already here, populated all of North America, and that became your descendants. But that story, which was wrote and told long before this theory was even thought of that we're talking about today, you know, Joseph Smith, and the whole Book of Mormon came about in 1820s, I think, 1825, I want to say. Um, so that's long before we could have even thought of this theory as a possibility. And you're talking about Serpent Mound, which looks a lot like ancient Egyptian um, script. And the Book of Mormon is saying that ancient, Egypt, or ancient Egyptians traveled from... You know Israel, Judea, and traveled to North America and populated North America. Now, I'm not saying it's true. I'm not even saying it's par- probable. So
1: basically—is it like throwing out the idea that they crossed the land bridge, or is it like in correlation with that they did both?
0: No, they they traveled by sea. Is is the um? Okay.
1: So it's basically throwing out the theory that they crossed the land bridge at uh wherever that's called. So, the
0: Bering Strait. S- well, so in the, in the Book of Mormon, um, the family that steals these tablets and runs from the Middle East, when they get here, there are already people here. It, okay, so they just they're just not them. as prevalent. So then you get these two big warring tribes that go against each other. Um, and then it splinters off into a bunch of different faction groups. But... Going back to my Hernando de Soto, whenever de Soto came to the U.S. or what's now the U.S. and landed in Florida and traveled through, um, you know, he's talking about large-scale fortifications and cities that he's encountering along the way. And what we don't think about is that before like Plymouth Rock and before we really start settling in North America, ninety percent of the Native American population died off um, from disease. That the Soto and the early Spanish explorers brought to the Americas. So there could be a whole history there, like a whole civilization that we're not even, we don't even, couldn't possibly begin to fathom that they're there, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've kind of always thought that too, honestly, it was that the Native Americans that you hear about today, um, that you can read about or whatever uh that's, that actually ties to something i've been listening to the book empire of the summer moon if you haven't listened to that it's a really good one about the comanches in the 1800s but um it kind of goes into where they came from how they came from the Nimino tribe
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, back in the 16 and 1500s and how they were basically just primitive cave people um that kind of goes away from the like advanced civilization type right. stuff but like just how far back does it go is mm-hmm. the question like yeah. i mean how far back were those people here um there's the theory that they came over across the land bridge the bering strait following uh herds of animals oh, what if there were there was people here before that right like um Europeans and Spanish settlers brought diseases that killed off most of the Native American population. Mm -hmm. What if the people that came across the land bridge brought a disease that killed off the real Native Americans? Yep. Um, What if the genetically modified monkeys uh, created a disease that killed the original Native Earthians?
3: Yeah.
0: You never know. I mean, there's so... There's, it's such a vast open... Oh, my. It just blows my mind it, it thinking about ends. it.
1: It, can, it goes back, like... It goes back endlessly, honestly.
0: I just want to know like, who built Gobekli Tepe 10,000 years ago. That's
1: a question. That's a, that's a question. Who built, like, I'm just... Who built the Sphinx? The The amount of science that goes behind lining up... Millions of blocks of limestone that weigh eighty tons each, to match stars that aren't always visible. Right. It's 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 a feat of modern it's modern engineering would like go into doing that and oh uh, yeah yeah it's just um, and there's there's other evidence of it too like we I are really harp on the the pyramids, because that's where I got my start in this kind of research mm-hmm. but Stonehenge as well yes uh, Stonehenge doesn't it line up with the equinoxes or something yes
0: like that? it um so so as the you know it brings out the fall harvest in and the, and the fall equinox and it brings in the new the new equinox, the spring equinox uh, as well as multiple other um Stonehenge isn't actually the only one in the Britannic Isles that that does that. Um, there's a, there's a few other um, s- built things built around the same time that that do that. It's it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. That's um, like, go ahead.
0: With
2: um, just going back to like the hieroglyphs uh, and how they done it and all that stuff, like they found hieroglyphs that are of like a the the ancient astronaut yes or he's wearing an astronaut suit yeah. or i mean which you know it could just be something had nothing to do with space travel and we just somehow coincidentally molded our space suits around to your to look <laughs> similar to this spacesuit from thousands of years ago right or this 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 figurine from thousands of years ago or like the hieroglyphs that have um that what seem to be phones or, yeah, technological devices, laptops, stuff There's like a lot that. Of hieroglyphs
1: that have, um, tools and mm-hmm. stuff like that that would not be present in, um, your stereotypical Egyptian life.
0: Oh no, you know, and you're talking about just, the precise limestone yeah. cuts um, of the pyramids. Uh, are you familiar with Puma Punka? So Puma Punca is a temple complex in Bolivia. Um, it's I'm, it's built by the Tawanaku Empire, I believe they're like a they're like a predecessor to the Incans, and it's built um, somewhere around like 300 AD. The stonework at Puma Punka is, I, I mean, the precise. Cuts and the precise alignments and the precise um, precise work of it really, I'm um, rivals the Egyptians, um, and when you look at a lot of that, the Incan and South American stonework, um, Mayan, so on and so forth. I really like the you know especially like the Incan because they're they're a very very early South American civilization um, and. You know, there's another early South American civilization that you're probably going to talk about at some point in time. Um, maybe some Olmec in there. Um, but. I forgot about them
3: too. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's some Easter Island heads. I don't know. You know, just something was just about like that. I the Easter Island thing. Yeah. Because I think I think that the Easter Island heads are actually Olmecs. That's my yeah, personal because The theory.
1: Olmecs built um, like a head type thing, didn't they?
0: Yes. Yeah, so my I'm personal
1: gonna, theory. I'm going to brush over the Easter Island things. Real, uh, well, first off, before I'm looking at pictures now of your mm. uh, Puma Punku or whatever. Yeah. It's called. Yeah, those laser cut yeah. straight lines mm-hmm. and those high precision holes. Yes. That's not something that's done with uh, a chisel and a hammer.
0: No, 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 no. So
1: just saying. But anyways, um, yeah, so Easter Island, a small island off the coast of Chile? Yes. In the Pacific? Correct. Is known for its heads, the Easter Island heads. Uh, they're giant heads that don't really look like people heads. They're kind of elongated and narrow, um... Kind of like how i i don't know if i described what an anunnaki would look like but that's kind of what an anunnaki or uh advanced civilization would look like uh and i keep saying advanced and when i say advanced i mean so far advanced that they have physically become altered
3: <laughs>
1: if that makes sense like they are like Think of like a they're so smart that their skin glows kind of thing, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I keep getting weird, but uh, anyways, the Easter Island heads they're elongated and they were always thought to be just heads buried into uh, the dirt and they're all facing uh, outwards towards the ocean and the, the weird part about it again it kinda goes back to the same thing as the uh... uh... pyramids these heads are made of one solid piece of stone carved out and they're so large that it would have been astronomically difficult I say astronomically for a reason. <laughs> Difficult for an ancient civilization to move these heads and position them in the way
0: that they are. Like yeah. I mean, if they would have fell over while that. they were trying to move them, it would have killed the people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, like, I think there is some that have fallen over over time mm-hmm. uh, due to, like, just degradation. Yeah. But... uh I want to say I remember seeing something about how one was uncovered to have like a body.
0: Yes, I believe you are correct. I've 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 read about that before, too.
1: I can't find it anywhere though. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just gonna say that. I mean, it's true because that's how I roll. But um, that. Oh, here.
0: I'm sending, uh, I found it. I'm sending it to the chat.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. Um, it's
0: the only facing the ocean. Now, the carvings on the back are extremely interesting because those carvings on the back are very intricate. On the back of the Easter Island, uh, the body
1: It's on the back of the body.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sending it as well. Some very intricate carvings on there.
1: But yeah, so... Um, well, there you go. This, this, so that just goes to show that uh, the fact that these things have a body shows that they weren't carved in a spot, picked up and moved. Uh, at least not by the... Rapa Nui, which are the people <laughs> of the island. Um,
2: Let's—I've heard theory before that, like uh, the way they would have moved them, would have been almost to rock back and forth, right? Like, have you ever been, like, were you ever a kid and you hopped in, like, theoretically, not saying I did it, but like a clothes hamper, mm-hmm. and you'd rock it back and forth, and you'd <laughs> walk forward, right? Okay. That would be that's essentially how they th- I've seen theorized before that they were moved. They'd have, you know, ropes tied to it or whatever, and a group of people on this side and a group of people on this side. And they'd pull and before it got to a certain point they'd pull back on it and it'd just rock it back and forth to get it moved. Okay,
1: a head that I could maybe I, I could maybe believe that with like just a head.
2: But the body?
1: But a whole body?
2: Well, I mean, they're only, they're only, what, six
0: times the size of a normal human being? Yeah, I mean, just that picture that I sent? These guys have got it dug down 20 foot and they haven't hit the bottom of it. Yeah. I mean, I could see, I mean, if you had enough people with enough rope. But why? For what purpose? I mean, you're talking about an early civilization that... Honestly, in, in my opinion, what that early civilization is going to be focused on is defense, fortifications, and food. I'm sorry, but if, if, I'm, if I'm worried about the next warring island coming to get me and having enough food to feed my children, I'm not going to spend a lifetime carving an Easter, or you know, a, a head, or a whole well, body, actually.
2: I think they would be more like a... Scarecrows, I think, would be <laughs> but when I when I see these, like if I if I put myself in the shoes and I'm I'm coming up to this island and I see these giants. You might not realize that it's they're stone. Those are just some huge people just stood there. Right. <laughs> you might be a little more inclined to be like, Ooh, maybe I should back up.
0: Okay, I mean, I can kind of, I
2: can kind of see that. That that's theory. how I would, I would see that as being just, just from everything I know from my years of mediocre research <laughs> on anything, <laughs> is me saying that like that's that's what I imagine they probably did. Then is I just, it's a I scarecrow? Did,
1: I, like a uh, head is one thing, and you can make all these uh, explanations of the stuff for a head. And I would probably believe it. Like I would be like, Oh yeah, okay, they built the head then and they moved the head and they did the head for a purpose. But the fact that there is an entire body that's buried, you know, ten, fifteen foot below the surface,
0: um uh, And one, it's buried it's
1: just like that's yeah, that it's buried.
0: Like that's, that's not that's just ways
1: for people to dig. To just stick it in the ground. Yeah. Also, why would they take the time to uh, carve out this features of a body just to stick it in the ground? Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me think that they weren't the ones that built it, is what I'm that's what I'm getting at here.
2: That could be like what if they, what if they were like a guardian thing for them and they who you know the the residents of the island decided that they reject whoever's in control of it, and maybe that was them burying them. Was them saying, "Hey, we're sticking it to the man," type of thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel know. like I feel like you would need like two hundred <laughs> people to move that thing.
2: But it would be. I think it would be. It's honestly easier to move a tall head with a body than it would be to move just the head. Because the body's going to have more weight up top yes. to be able to rock it versus the head being right here and you've just got this much room.
1: I just don't think that they built them. And if they did build them, I don't think that they were the... Um, I don't think that the reason they built them is just to for decoration or for anything of that sort. So I think that they were... Uh, if the Rapa Nui or whoever... Is on that island uh, did build them. That there was outside influence, um, or that they didn't build them at all, because they just don't. One, they don't look like people. They have that elongated face, uh, and they're just they're buried up to the shoulder in dirt. Uh, they're all they're outlining. The outside of the island they're almost like you said there is like a a scarecrow like a protector kind of thing like uh, I don't know maybe this island had some sort of significance to a outside population
2: Um, or maybe the the residents of the island were able to have some sort of, like, contract or something like that to where the, the people, the people that were aliens or who, you know, whatever they were, they, how, they come to a deal where they're like, we're here, we'll put these, we'll help you create something to protect yourself or to scare other people off and trade for something else. Maybe the, the same way as, like, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're getting taken off. We're getting taken off the Play Store now. Uh, if like, or maybe you know, because the, the same thing is like with the pyramids or something. Like they wanted to build a huge monuments so or like the Sphinx and stuff like that. So if maybe these these greater beings were just going all over the world, offering assistance or whatever for them to help them with something.
0: They were. <laughs> I mean, it's, they definitely were. I'm sorry, they were. Okay, Listen, we've got no to the point. Speculation. They've got we've I'm got to the point it. in this podcast where I'm gonna say it: aliens built all this crap. They did it all. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think so. I mean,
0: um,
3: I mean, it, it I either just, has Master to.
1: Island heads kind of confuse me because, like you said earlier, with all these big, large temples and stuff like that mm-hmm. that are all astronomically aligned in a certain way and all that stuff. Uh, I, f- I see a reason behind those. Yes. I see a reason behind um, making them so large you can see them from space because then they're a landmark. Or I see a reason for aligning them with certain stars and stuff like that because then they can provide you with some sort of like um, again with a landmark like if you line it up with this certain star blah 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 right. then you know when that star is above there it's this time or it's you know that is that star because it's above this temple at this time kind of thing i just wait that the easter island heads kind of weird me out because i don't see a point in them besides something that is actually like uh super natural
0: Um, right almost seems more decorative than yeah
1: than a purpose is served uh, like something like they're... I don't know. It's weird. It's like they're guarding something or that they're... I don't know. Maybe they are? I just don't think a, I, I see this Anunnaki or I see this ancient alien, ancient civilization, um, advanced civilization, what, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Whatever this freaking podcast has been about. <laughs> I think that they were just... They weren't the decoration type of people. I just don't right. see that at all through mm-hmm. any of the correlations that have been I, everything has a purpose I think that they were too advanced and too intelligent to do shit for decoration right. I think that's something that we do because we're stupid um, I, sorry I said a
3: bad word <laughs> I ruined the whole episode <laughs> you're fine but, um,
1: I just don't see it I think that we're like they weren't that um, I, low, I guess. Uh,
0: right. I don't know. They were more. The, they they the weren't self-serving. It was, was more purposeful. Make
1: decorations, you know? Right. Yeah. The Anunnakis don't.
0: So we, we briefly, I know we're we're getting really close to the end here, but we briefly touched on something that I would like to bring in as a huge correlator. Um. We talked previously about the correlations of religions and mythologies throughout all of these different civilizations that were supposed to have not had any contact with one another, right? Um, What about elongated heads? Okay. I know that sounds a very weird statement to make, but the significance with elongated skulls, whether it's the crystal skulls, whether it's... The ancient Egyptian depictions, or even the pharaohs would use their headdresses to create an elongated skull, Um, Sumerian depictions, um, ancient Sub-Saharan African tribes um, depicting of elongated skulls, even as far back as um, looking at ancient Celtic and Britonic um, elongated skull references. I really think that there's some kind of significance there with the fact that all of these different quote-unquote civilizations that didn't have contact with one another were all depicting this kind of deity of an elongated skull. Any opinions there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you uh, completely. That's what I said earlier. Like, um, Whenever I picture a an Anunnaki, I think of them tall. Mm-hmm. yeah, Taller than us. I think of the, well, basically I think of Bigfoot just uh, um,
2: like a giant. I mean, little
1: do you know, all of these episodes tie together. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: <laughs> um, I just yeah, giant like you said, a giant. Yeah, uh, there's actually a lot of evidence of uh, yes, there is giants, uh, a lot of mythological stories and stuff like that of giants. I'm sure we'll cover it eventually.
2: Well, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're referenced a lot in like in all cultures, and I mean, it's not just one culture or whatever saying, "Hey, giants, big people," like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: No, every culture has and, some kind um,
1: of. That's just what I, when I think of, I keep saying Anunnaki because that's just the term that I have in my head for it. Right. But, um, when I think of something that's hyper intelligent, that's mm-hmm. the word that I've been looking for this whole time. They're not just smart, they're hyper intelligent. Right. Um, beings, they are almost like they're, they're tall. Uh, their heads are elongated. Their skulls mm-hmm. are elongated uh, to create room for a larger brain. Uh, they just.
3: But that's if.
2: So, what if they were all visited? by somebody who had something long, right? Like all these civilizations, their heads, they, they, they had someone intervene with a elongated skull. And so they thought in order to replicate their, their genius or whatever, like we need to, or to show like we're on their level, right? With like the Pharaohs basically being gods, quote unquote. Right. They're like, they try their best to get their skulls to elongate or have the appearance of being elongated. Right. In order to appear more godly or more mm-hmm. like the individuals who have come to help them and, and give them all this stuff. Maybe to, maybe to help them have more power. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, it's like, um, yeah. what's that? Uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that the? That's, I mean, that, uh, it goes to that. These beings came down, met with these people, um, put their influence on them, that kind of thing. And these people were like, I want to be like you. Um, I'm going to make myself like you kind of thing. Uh, maybe it was like a... Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. um uh, I'll get back to you on that so <laughs> a sacrifice to them or something. I'm right. A, a gift to them is to, I'll do this to myself to make, to, to be more like you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, the big things is that comes across in a lot of religions too, is to live like, for example, Christianity live like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, Islam live like Muhammad, mm-hmm. uh, Norse mythology to live like the gods. Mm-hmm. It it all ties together like you wanted to you want to reach, reach that level of transcendence. Um Buddhism is a it's a big uh Buddhism thinks like that uh, a lot. Um, yes. They, they meditate to reach enlightenment is kind of what it's mm-hmm. it's called. And uh that kind of all ties back into that. What if these people were trying to transform themselves in a certain way to to be more like their god? And their god was just these uh, interdimensional aliens.
0: Uh, yes, I don't think I could have worded that any, any better. I mean, I don't... But yes. We, did,
1: didn't we, we didn't even get into the interdimensional part of
2: this. No. Huh. Yeah, I mean, we, we come in this thinking like, oh, we're going to talk about aliens,
0: and then... Oh, we're going to cover it all. Well, we'll, <laughs> well we're we're on hour ancient hour aliens right now. Do you, you guys know what Anunnaki uh, means in Sumerian? No. It means those of royal blood.
1: There you go. It all ties together.
0: That sums it all up right there. <laughs> those <laughs> of royal blood.
1: Yeah. That's just, um... Yeah, if I start, if I keep talking anymore, it's probably going to get into some other kind of subjects that we could probably save for a whole another episode. Yeah,
2: I mean, we we kind of we kind of glossed on a lot on this one. I feel like, mm-hmm. and I feel if we just go back, if we go back and pick and choose from this stuff, we could we could
0: fall into even more rabbit holes. And I really think that's what a lot of this is going to be. You know, our first couple, you know, maybe our first season is going to be a lot of just broad topics and then we're going to start dissecting this stuff a lot more as we get into further seasons
1: learn more as we go kind of thing yes
0: and i think we'll really we'll really dive deeper yeah, into it. Um,
1: that kind of uh i mean covers everything i got for the night i just uh yeah um what what do y'all think you, you anybody want to give kind of a brief summary of of their feelings about all this
0: CJ, you want to go first?
2: Uh, well, I mean, so I guess my whole, I guess my feeling, What? so my thoughts would be on this. It's either something has intervened, someone, some civilization, something has intervened, or this is some serious big coincidences. <laughs> And I'm talking – I mean it's not just like – there's not just small coincidences like you run into your buddy at the store. Like, oh, what a coincidence. This is massive coincidences. Literal astrophysics. Just, I mean, they they are astronomical coincidences. They. I mean for certain things to line up very specifically with certain things on the other side of the world or to have done things the same way or – like some – there's the – like I don't know if we ever talked about it, but like the uh, period, pyramids in like South America and stuff like that. Right? That's not just a – I mean there are pyramids in South America, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, like okay. Okay. the
0: Mayan. And,
1: um, yeah, they, and, and they all – a lot of them line up uh, astronomically with some sort of uh, star. Yes. Or mm-hmm. something like that as well, or the sun or something like that. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I just did not really
1: know specific names
3: of those, yeah. so that's
0: why I didn't... Really well, cause, cause Castile they, is the really big one that's in Mexico City, and that's the one that the Mayans would commit all of their sacrifices on. Um, that's not even that's not even a common
2: shape to have a building. I mean, that's actually uncommon. Are you talking about Castile? To have, like pyramids. Oh, okay. right? yeah, yeah, because pyramids and all, it, yeah. Yeah, the shape of a pyramid. I mean go anywhere in the world and tell me where you find a pyramid i'm memphis tennessee i guess but <laughs> you know i mean for these places that have no contact with each other to design the exact same shapes buildings uh you know everything yep. they use i mean it's 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 too much big- it's a big coincidence if it isn't if yeah. something.
1: There's too much correlation between all this stuff for yes. it to just be blown off as, well, they were just, uh, you know, like, yeah. well, that's just what people do. It's, it's not what people uh, do. Oh. I don't go outside and build temples in my front yard. Yeah. Um, especially, like, oh, when you I'm guys built pyramids. <laughs>
2: so you guys built a pyramid. Well, that's that's crazy because we did I build too.
1: Thing it's usually square. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh. It's usually flat. It falls down.
1: But yeah, there's just too much correlation between all this, and I kind of uh, mentioned Pangea earlier. Uh, maybe that's all it is. You know, maybe that's maybe at one point in time everything was touching, and every everybody kind of got to talk with one another and carried influences to different corners of the world. Maybe <laughs> it's that simple. I just – I have a hard time believing that, Um, which is weird because I believe in interdimensional aliens. (laughs) But uh, I just kind of pick and choose and do what I want, so leave me alone. Yeah.
0: You do what you want to (laughs) do.
1: But yeah. um, I just – I really think that there was some sort of – that's my main – that's my main thing is even if uh all the other stuff that I kind of spout about sounds like gibberish, the temples in South America, the pyramids in egypt mm-hmm. uh the sphinx especially it all just really reeks of an outside influence to me, yeah so that's where i'll that's where I'll uh end. That's where I'll end my spill. Um, thanks again, everybody, for joining us uh, this week. Uh, thanks to you guys for, uh, you know, getting with me and
3: talking.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and we've really made it. If you've made it this far with us, congratulations. Um, send me a message and tell me you made it this far. And I'll give you some kind of prize. Um, <laughs> there is. Um, <laughs> we're going to build on these exponentially as we go. And I'm really excited for where this is going to go and all the things that we're going to get to talk about. And it just blows my mind that, I mean, honestly, with how many people have liked the Facebook page, how many people have listened to our podcast, like every time I check Buzzsprout or Apple or anything like that, I'm just blown away that that many people actually want to sit down and listen to us talk. And, I mean, I just... Extremely grateful that that everybody's um, showing support like they are, and just um, stick with us. It's only going to get better from here.
2: Uh, we should make a, like a, a podcast bingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, anytime we reference certain things, you get like a bingo.
0: You get a bingo. Get cards. Any, yeah. A-
3: oh 52. <laughs> yeah every time Christian says
0: DMT you get a
2: <laughs> seven episodes in and we've mentioned Bigfoot everyone yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so I guess I, that's all I have that's all you guys have um yep. guys I great episode uh, thanks for listening everybody and have a have a great day bye everybody Be my daddy.